Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast Minisodes. Today I am going to be reading a letter sent in from Kiana. It reads, Hello there. After listening to your most recent episode, I felt very inclined and drawn to share with you my story. I have been listening to your podcast for almost a year or so and have loved hearing the stories you have shared. And although I do relate to many, I feel my story is also so different. So I would love to share that with you today if you take the time to read this, but be prepared. It might turn into quite the novel. (laughs) Girl, I'm prepared. (laughs) And I do have to mention that it is my story, but also the story of someone who was my best friend, my brother who passed away the summer of 2017. I'm sorry. He had special needs and will forever be my why. He will forever be the reason I keep going to live the life he never got to live. So I was born and raised in the church. I come from a long line of Mormons. I once tracked my family tree all the way back to supposedly Adam and Eve. LOL. (laughs) I think that's so funny. I've had people who have claimed that as well. And I have a friend who actually said that she met someone who claimed to trace their lineage back to Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, it was just funny to me. I was the molliest of the Molly Mormons. In high school, I shit you not, I told a kid that every time he cursed, it was a sin. (laughs) I never once questioned what I was taught and followed so blindly. Of course, I had my trials, but followed what the Mormons taught about what truly is toxic positivity. I pretended all the bad stuff was fine, and I quote-unquote chose to be happy. I never thought I would be where I am today. I just, I wanted to just be the best Mormon and get married in the temple. Mm -hmm. The summer before my senior year was when my life truly changed. As I mentioned, I have a brother who passed away that summer. His name was Keegan, and he was my best friend from the day he was born. I was a year and a half older than him, but I told everyone growing up that we were twins. He truly was and is the light of my life. Keegan started to get sick in the beginning of June. Since he had special needs, getting sick, unfortunately, wasn't uncommon for him. Me thinking he would get better, I decided to take a trip with my then-boyfriend to Portland, Oregon to show him my favorite temple. Then, right after that trip, I had girls camp. During that time, my brother continued to decline, and I had to leave girls camp one night because we thought he wouldn't make it. He made it through the night, and I felt that God wanted me to go back to girls camp. Then the following day, I heard that Keegan was doing even worse, and now on comfort care until he passed. There is nothing I regret in my life more than those two weeks. I was doing what I thought I should be doing as a Mormon, and I missed out on what was to be the last weeks of my brother's life. Oh my god, I am trying so hard to not cry. Wow, that is... I I can't even... I don't have words. Um, I'm very, very sorry, and it makes me upset with the teachings of the church that tried to tell us that doing all of these activities and callings and outings were what God wanted, when in reality, you know, it should have been that you felt, you know, 
I'm, I'm stumbling over my words. I'm sorry. This is just very difficult. But you would think if there was a love in God, he would want you to have been there with your brother for those last moments. So, Okay, continuing. When he passed, my world changed. He was my plan and my everything, and suddenly that was gone. Still trying to be the best Mormon I could be, I decided it was only right to go to church the next day after he passed. Oh, wow. I was a complete wreck, and when they announced it in sacrament meeting that my brother had passed, I tried so hard to keep it together. The next hour in Sunday school, the lesson was about choosing to be happy. As they taught the lesson, I fought the teacher. I said, there are things in life that happen where you can't just choose to be happy. And to that, her response was, regardless of what happens in your life, you can always choose to be happy. I was so furious that I stormed out of the room and cried in an empty one. Oh my goodness. I mean, the thing here is that I'm not even really surprised. I'm just angry for you, you know? Um, but how many times have we all heard this growing up, probably in any religion, but we all know it's really prevalent in Mormonism. Like you can always choose to be happy, choose to smile. And you literally had just lost your brother and you still felt like you needed to go to church. And then they're telling you to choose to be happy. It's, it's just heinous, honestly. For the next two years of my life, I continued to spiral out of control. I dove deep into a depression that was so dark, I'm surprised I'm still here today. Not an hour would go by in a day without me thinking how I just wanted to fall asleep and never wake up. My parents tried to help me by finding me a therapist, but they only wanted me to see a therapist who was also Mormon, so they could coach me through grief in the quote-unquote right way. That just made things worse. I often left more suicidal than I did going in. So from then on, I pretended. I, quote-unquote, chose to be happy. But little did everyone know, I was still so dark inside. I even tried to run away from my life and attend BYU-Idaho. I thought going would take away all my problems. I was so wrong. It made things worse. It resulted in me having a massive breakdown. I left mid-semester and came home to my family. So much has happened since then, but maybe that's for another story. It involves so much more pain, learning so much truth about the church, a faith crisis, the list goes on. But I'd like to finally share where I'm at now to show that it does get better and I hope it continues to get better because I refuse to be anything but a success story. I obviously discovered the church's bullshit thanks to so many friends and your podcast. I'm 20, and I have not been an active Mormon for a little over a year. I have never been happier, and I feel as though I am finally starting to heal and work through my grief and the loss of my brother. I have moved to the Oregon coast where I live by myself, free of my Mormon family. I work in a special education classroom as an aide, and I truly feel my brother has led me here, so that I can help others like him the way he taught me. The light is starting to finally come back into my life. So I'm going to pause for just a sec because I thought of something. Um, I thought about how, how true that statement is that you're finally able to work through grief because 
I've I've experienced not nothing to this degree, but similar things where in the Mormon church you kind of turn it off, you stuff it down, and you choose, I'm doing air quotes, to be happy. But that's not healthy, and that doesn't let you process your grief at all, really, because you're told that you need to choose to be happy, and they give you these supposed answers about what happens in the afterlife that are comforting, I guess, but also it doesn't allow you to really work through what has happened. And I'm really, really happy that you're finally able to heal and work through this grief as I'm, I'm sure as painful as it still is for you. Um, I'm really glad that you're, you're finally able to do that. The journey has been so long, and I know I may never truly heal from the traumas I experienced from the church. I have hope it will continue to get better. Keegan has taught me so many things, but the biggest is that life is so damn short. We need to live life to the fullest and do whatever our soul so desires. Although I no longer know what I truly believe about the afterlife, I have true hope that my brother never leaves my side, and I will continue to live the life I have for the both of us because I will be a success story. If you feel so inclined to share my story, please do. Here we are. (laughs) I feel that there have to be more like me who may not truly know about the truth about the afterlife, but to know it's okay not to know, and they truly aren't alone, that one day it will all make sense, but we need to live on for our loved ones who can't. I have attached some pictures of my brother and I so you can truly see the light of his spirit, for he is truly radiant, as well as me now, because the smiles I have now have never been more pure. Thank you for all that you do. I don't feel as alone when I listen to your guys' podcast. You have helped me so much along my process of leaving the church. These pictures are truly, um, I mean, like, (laughs) I'm crying. I'm just crying. It's these precious photos of them kissing on the cheek, and they're there with Santa as babies, and in the... (laughs) in the crib snuggling and then Kiana attached this beautiful picture of herself that I can truly say she's sitting on the beach looking incredible her hair is flowing in the breeze and that really is like a genuine happy beautiful smile um I'm just I'm quite emotional (laughs) I mean I think I've been kind of emotional lately about about the podcast in general because you know, I never thought it would it would get to a level where you all are being so vulnerable and sharing these stories with Sarah and I that are honestly like some of the most heartbreaking but also heartwarming stories at the same time with so many intimate and personal details and I really just feel so honored that that I have all of you and then I have this community and Kiana thank you for this this email it I mean I know I stumbled through it a little bit it was it's quite a heavy one but um like you said I'm sure there are so many listeners who (laughs) don't know I don't know what happens after we die and we were conditioned to believe something 
by the church and losing that is scary. But like you said, we need to live our life to the fullest because it is short and there is no guarantee of anything after. And uh, so we need to make the most of it, right? Wow. Okay. I got through it. (laughs) I love you all. Thank you so much for everything that you do for Sarah and I. You really are just the best community ever. I'll be back next week with another story. Bye.